Welcome to the Barca Blogonas podcast. My name is Josh. Hope you all had a lovely week. Hope everyone stayed safe and healthy. So this was a pretty pretty wild football week. Uh, not so much if you're a Barcelona fan. Uh, this is a Barcelona podcast, of course, so we'll get to that in a second. But just as a, as a mere spectator, uh, two of the matches this week that were pretty unbelievable were the, um, the Bayern Munich PSG match was obviously ridiculous. Uh, and we're going to talk about a certain man, uh, Neymar, later on. And then Liverpool and Real Madrid, even though that match was nil-nil, even though I guess there was only one goal scored between those two football matches, they were unbelievable drama. Uh, the amount of chances that Liverpool had yesterday against Real Madrid uh, were they they were they paled in comparison to the chances that PSG had, even though PSG ended up going through. But just the the brutal attack of PSG and the the opportunities that Byron had, and just the the glaring hole that is the Byron attack without Robert Lewandowski, and it. It was a little bit weird because I remember last year when I chatted with Bavarian Football Works ahead of the Barcelona-Bayern Munich Champions League match on the podcast, one of the discussion points we talked about was how ridiculously deep Bayern were. And against that match in PSG, the lack of depth was just glaring. And it was just such a strange contrast you know, with the injuries that they've had. Um, and now Hansi Flick and Bayern are out of the Champions League. Uh, Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp are out of the Champions League. So we have PSG against Manchester City and Chelsea against Real Madrid. So seems like we're going to have a Real Madrid against uh, either PSG or Man City final, which is, you know, for the for the mere spectator, it's great for Barcelona fans. Obviously a bit, uh, a bit unlucky that Real Madrid get to face Chelsea in the semifinal and Chelsea are... I don't know how Chelsea are in the semifinal. Uh, that's another talking point for a different day. We're two minutes into the podcast. We haven't talked about Barcelona yet. Uh, let's just get the El Clasico recap out of the way. Um, got a little bit of coffee first. All right. So, um, El Clasico. Barcelona 1, Real Madrid 2. Like we talked about last week, not the end of the world for Barcelona, right? Uh, the La Liga table now sits with Atletico, first place, 67 points. Real Madrid, one point behind. Barcelona, one point behind Real. So 67 points, 66 points, and 65 points with Sevilla in fourth at 61 points. Not the end of the world, right? Like, obviously, this is uh, this is a significant loss for Barcelona for other reasons, like we'll talk about. But in terms of the La Liga title race... It's not the end of the world. Uh, after the Copa del Rey final this weekend, or tomorrow, I should say, Barcelona have, looks like, eight matches left. Eight matches left. Um, the The most significant of that being the the you know the fifth match from now against Atletico Madrid on May eighth. Barcelona can't afford to to really drop any more points, clearly. The the good news for them, right, is that Atletico have looked poor, to say the least. Uh, they have dropped points in three of their last five matches. Real Madrid have the Champions League to worry about. Let me pull up Real Madrid's schedule. Um, so they don't have... The only team in the top four they play is Sevilla, uh, that's their fourth to last match. But in between that, they have the two matches against Chelsea, which are going to you know, bring some strain to their uh, 
to their depth and kind of their rotation and stuff. So I, I still feel good. I like the the result didn't change my opinion of Barcelona's chances of winning La Liga. Uh, they need they they were going to need someone to slip up, uh, specifically Atletico, which I still feel good about. And I, I don't feel good that Real Madrid are just going to run the table. And I think Barcelona theoretically could run the table in La Liga. Um, I That wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world to me, given their schedule. So even though it's a bad match in terms of this is the first La Liga double for Real Madrid over Barca since 2007-2008, that's not good. Uh, this year, Barcelona have losses to Atletico, Juventus, PSG, and Real Madrid. Anytime they have faced a... Another, you know, S tier team, you know, the team that you would consider Europeans, Europe's finest, they have lost. Uh, and it's just not, um, it doesn't bode well. And I, I for Ronald Koeman, I, I guess I should say, like, this proves kind of thinking about it from that perspective, right? Really proves where Barcelona set in the pecking order in Europe's finest right now. And it's just not, in th- it, they're just not at the top, which is kind of what we expected, right? But when you look at it from a, you know, 20,000 foot view, it's just very clear where they sit. Uh, before we get into a quick Copa preview, let's talk some news. Uh, so Neymar isn't happening. Shocker. Uh, there was a, there's some quotes from PSG's um, presidents and I just got to say, like, if you thought Neymar to Barcelona was happening, like, really? Uh, like, if you really thought it, then I'm just sorry. Um, I would say that this past week watching, even though PSG didn't score a goal against Bayern Munich, that was the first time in a little bit that I've watched to Neymar, and I have been, like, where I've been kind of jaw-dropped, I guess. Um you know, previous PSG matches I've seen, I haven't watched much of them in Ligue 1. So it's unfair of me to say that he hasn't been like that. And that's why I'm not saying that. I'm saying when I've watched him in Europe, I haven't seen the sort of performance that I saw out of him midweek. I mean, he was he was breathtaking. And PSG, I, you know, this isn't Wednesday's match or Tuesday's match against Bayern doesn't change anything with PSG and Neymar, right? Like they were going to try to keep him regardless. But for me, like, I mean, just watching him, I'm just like, I mean, they would be, <laughs> they, they would they'd be insane not to throw the world at him and Mbappe, obviously. Um, so those contracts, and I think the thing that makes it even more unlikely is that, like, he still has a year in his contract. So Barcelona would have to, like, cough up a transfer fee, and that's just not happening. Barcelona can barely afford to, like, <laughs> sign free players like Sergio Aguero. They're not going to, they're not going to move for Neymar. Uh, that's insane. Um, I'm sure I'm still going to write multiple blog posts about it this summer, though, so don't worry. Uh, Eric Garcia deal, aiming to close that out this month, hopefully. Get that done in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Sergio Aguero may reportedly be open to taking a wage cut. Uh, that's what's going to be... I guess the reports um, are kind of talking about how it's necessary that he has to take a wage cut. Um, the... The most concerning thing I saw this week, and let me just pull up the post so I, I kind of get this right. Uh, I think it was in the news for today. Um, Barcelona are apparently, and this is just like not what you want to see. Uh, they're apparently concerned that Usman Dembele is playing through an injury. Now, there were, 
this happened with Messi like either last year or the year before. But according to Dario Sport and Renato, thank you for writing this up on BarcelonaBalgarnas.com, Dembele has been dealing with, quote, a painful groin injury, an inflammation uh, that has caused him to finish several matches in pain. The club... <laughs> This is the this is the just the part. Uh, the club is said to be concerned about the potential of the problem getting worse, but Dembele wants to keep playing until the end of the season and manage his pain with a specific treatment plan, which he has followed with both Barcelona's staff and his own trainer. Uh, listen, um, you know, and then the the piece goes on to talk about how Cesc Fabregas and Messi and, and you know previously have kind of gone through this type of injury and that it's not serious enough to cause players to miss time. It just causes kind of some pain and uncomfortableness while playing. Uh, but I just got to say it's, you know, Dembele um, and Barcelona's training staff, which just doesn't make me feel all that good about uh, of all the people playing through an injury. I just got to say it's just not great. Um, Barcelona top Real Madrid as the club as the most valuable club in the world uh, by literally 0.01 billion uh, they're valued at 4.76 billion and Real Madrid are 4.75 billion uh, Real have been at the top of the list five times in recent years uh, there you go Barcelona most valuable club in the world can't beat any of the other most valuable clubs in the world but Forbes says we're awesome so cool uh, Ansu Fati is reportedly feeling good and hoping to avoid more knee surgeries. Um, there were some kind of inconclusive and inconsistent reporting recently talking about the uh, the last that you know Ansu might need another knee surgery. Uh, we're not really sure what's going on. Um, we're probably not going to see. We're probably not going to see Fatsi back for Barcelona before the end of the year. I think the more the bigger question for me is whether he's going to be at the European Championships this summer. Uh, that doesn't seem likely based off recent history. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is encouraging to know that maybe it's nice to see like a positive report about Fati's recovery. Like maybe things are going well, regardless. All right. Um, Copa del Rey. So the final is tomorrow. Listen, this is kind of like to say any match is a must win is like a bit strong, right? Uh, I would clearly say if Barcelona were to lose this and then win La Liga, that's preferable. Um, but since La Liga is still, you know, that's still, chips have to fall the right way, right? Like Barcelona have to be pretty much perfect. And then we have to hope for Atletico and Real to, both of them, to stumble somewhat. So this game isn't a much win, but I would say that it's clearly very important for Barcelona to get some sort of positive, like, thing they can point to from this year. Because uh, the Champions League obviously went very poorly. Uh, La Liga right now is still, even though I, I feel good about Barcelona's chances, it's still up in the air. Uh, this is something you can kind of finalize this weekend, right? You can finalize a Copa del Rey final. Uh, Renato, as Renato wrote, uh, they haven't won a final, a cup final in Seville in 96 years. Uh, they have won six of the last eight Copa finals against Atletico Bilbao. And those are the two teams that are involved the most in the Copa del Rey. Barcelona winning 30 times or either. I think it's appearing 30 times. There's no way it's winning 30 times, right? No, it's literally winning 30 times. And then Athletic have won uh, 23 times. So this matchup isn't really a surprise. Um, the most recent matchup in the Copa del Rey final between these two was, I think, 2009 when Barcelona won 4-1. to Unless I'm mistaken. 
have they won? No, 2015. Sorry, 2015. Yeah, yeah that, that was the crazy Messi goal. Um, that's when they won Messi or Barcelona won three to one. It was two Messi goals and a Neymar goal. Um, so, yeah, that, that's right. That's the goal that won the. It was the runner-up in the Puskas Award for goal of the year. Um, so yeah, big match this weekend for Barcelona. La Liga up in the air. Again, I know classical losses suck, but I just got to say, like, it's not the end of the world. Uh, it doesn't change much about the narrative from Barcelona's season. Like, even if they squeaked out a win, like, they still lost to Juventus, PSG, Atletico, and Real Madrid all this year. And that's just not great for Barcelona, the most valuable club in the world, as Forbes has told us. So, yeah, that's all I got. Enjoy the Copa del Rey final. Hopefully we get a good results. Uh, after that, it is, you know it's a league of time, baby. Like it's just, that's all Barcelona have to focus on. And, uh, I would feel, I, I feel confident of their chances, uh, even though they're, you know, two points back. Um, yeah, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you're not iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, overcast, Google play, and I will talk to you all next week. <laughs>